I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top-draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Yes, I know. And I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us on 81215. And you know what? What? You can follow us, I mean metaphorically, (laughs) on Twitter using (laughs) at Frank on Absolute. That was beautifully done. Thanks. I finally got it. The the, the using and the at all in the right order. It all makes sense to me now. We never use your Twitter handle, do we, Emily? Is that something... Is that a policy or is it just something that's not happened? Um, I have fans rather than followers on my page, actually. <laughs> OK. Mm, so you're aware. Lovely. Mm. I, um... What was I going to say? Oh, I yeah. I don't know. We had a... We had a... If you remember about two weeks ago, we had some free lollipops come in. Uh, yes, I do remember. Yeah, and, and I had about nine. And... Uh, <laughs> And we had a, a text or an email from a lady called Mary Drainer, mm-hmm. and uh, who said, "I she she was in the dental business." I remember reading it. Yeah, yeah she I warned against I, the perils of the boiled sweet and the lollipop in a stern fashion, which mm-hmm. I thought was a bit over the top. And mm-hmm. I, I I laughed. I mocked Mary's <laughs> advice. Yeah, I remember, that I remember too, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, they probably uh, used it as a clip, didn't they? <laughs> they might have used it as a trail since then. I hope not. <laughs> that because, was our finest work. Yeah. Because uh, this week I've spent virtually the whole week racked with tooth pain. Oh. oh I've had Frank. two dental trips. Have you? I've had the injection in the gum, the filling. I've been on the paracetamols. Oh, dear. I've had me, me new tooth Painted by a different dentist with some anti-sensitive... Is that why Daisy had that Tipex out earlier? <laughs> you had a tooth you painted? Couldn't, you couldn't Tipex one of my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> it's been the wrong colour altogether. Well, it might need to be creosoted to match the others. <laughs> so, Frank, what is it you've got, darling? Is it a cavity? Toothache. Oh, my goodness. See, that's the other problem. I've, if, I've been... My pronunciation problem... I've always called it toothache. What? Have you actually? Toughache? Really? Not, not pretending you've no, called it toughache? I've always called it toughache my whole life. <laughs> oh, I hate that. That's what you say in the West Midlands, it's toughache. Oh, toothbrush. So this Awful. week... People toothbrush? Have, every time I've taken a paracetamol in, in company, they've said, well, what's the problem? I've got toughache. And they say, you've got, you've got what? And I've had to say it twice. Yes, because you sound like a strange Neanderthal. Oh, I don't... Um, but why is my way wrong and their way right? But isn't it evidently wrong in that people aren't understanding you, the point of no. language? <laughs> no, that, no, that's absolutely incorrect. You oh. can't go through life. People often don't understand. Great. They didn't understand E equals MC squared. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it does, com- does that mean it was wrong? Which is <laughs> no, no, was very good. comparable to saying tougher hate. <laughs> yeah. In this context, I think it works exactly as an analogy. Here's the thing. Why don't you save a little bit of time on the repeated explanations of what you mean by toothache by just by just starting to say toothache? Because you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Oh come well, on! Well, don't I know that? You're never too old to learn. <laughs> well, but learn what? It's I toothache. Know. It's I'm a double O. The, the clues in even the writing of the word. It's not T U. Oh, what about wood? 
You wouldn't say wooed. <laughs> yeah, I don't get woody. That's something altogether. Oh, I can't this believe it. Hold worst on a minute. It's ten past conversation eight. you've ever had. It's not the worst conversation I've ever had. Not by a very long chalk. <laughs> There's something fabulous in nineteen seventies about having toothache as well. I've there you toothache. go, you did it! You, oh. What oh. See, it can done? be done. No, You've well, won I, me over. I agree with you. No one really suffers from that anymore. No, because people prevent nowadays. People get it sorted, darling. Yeah, mm. I thought I like to wait in agony before I go to the dentist. Yeah. Anyway, Mary, if you're listening, I, I apologise. You were right. I should not have touched those lollies. Although, ironically, although they were packed with sugar, I've lost about three pounds this week because I couldn't eat hardly anything because I was in oh. so much pain. I'm oh, thinking of bringing out... Cloud. I'm yeah. going to bring out a book called The Tough Egg Diet. <laughs> well, people <laughs> will be rushing to buy that. Yeah. All you have to do is get tough egg and the next thing you know. Frank, I don't I think, think it's I... anything to do with the lollies. May I gently suggest that it might be to do with the fact that you didn't brush your teeth till you were about 15? <laughs> yeah, but that was then and this is now, as I think was the title of the Emilio Estevez film. <laughs> I had, apparently I had decay under my filling. Really? So they had, oh. they had to take out the filling and then get rid of the decay. And now I've got hot pulp. Right? Ooh. Which I think is a 70s funk compilation <laughs> album. <laughs> but um, it means that my nerve is... Oh, you don't want to hear this. I quite do, actually. Yeah, Mary. Mm. Uh, Mary is at home now opening a bottle of champagne. <laughs> <laughs> time of the morning with the biggest I told you so look anyone's ever had ever. Absolute. Absolute Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What was we... uh, We were talking about your... (laughs) Tothake. Tothake, of course. Don't patronise me. Alex from Watford, I broke my tooth on a sweet cherry yesterday. On a sweet cherry? Mm. Maybe the stone. Nana. Does he mean a real cherry that was sweet or a, or a sweet that was oh, based on cherryness? Yeah. Oh, like a cherry drop. Possibly. Perhaps. I once entered into a podcast debate um, <laughs> on um, whether Glacier cherries were ever cherries. And they were. Uh-huh. But a friend of mine, this is when I was in, at the World Cup with Dave in South Africa, and mm. a friend of mine um, texted me to say, he'd got, having heard it, he'd gone to the cupboard to look at the Glacier cherries. And it said, um, in contents, it said something like 44% cherry. Mm-hmm. So mm. what's the rest? A lot of sugar there, Frank. A lot of sugar water. Oh, yeah. And if Mary Drainer's listening, she'll be going, no, no, not Glacier cherries! <laughs> Frank, we have a food-based inquiry actually just hot in. I'm always, uh, I'm always up for that. Hot cuisine inquiry. Well, this is Martin in Australia, oh, in right. Brisbane. Oh, it's a small world now, isn't it? He says, "Hi, FEA. I recently." What does that mean? Frank, Frank Emily, Emily, and Alan. Oh God, clever. Oh, I'm writing that down. <laughs> Save me a lot of time on the intros. <laughs> writing it down. There you go. Oh, initials. I recently went on a date with a woman who didn't eat a lot. Who's this from? Oh. David Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. about to say congratulations. <laughs> it went pretty well. well we, it would. S- we said our goodbyes. Cheap. <laughs> Cheap. <laughs> we said our goodbyes at our cars. Well, to me, that means it didn't go very well. No, exactly. Yeah. And parted ways. But our cars. Also, they they didn't arrive together. Oh, she's got transport. That's a start as well. Yeah, definitely. Minutes later, I drove by a well-known takeaway chicken place. I think we can all work out what that is. To see her standing at the counter, ordering food. Oh, brilliant. (gasps) 
Was she being polite at the time to seem like she wasn't greedy? What are Emily's dating rules when it comes to food? Well, what was her motivation, do you think? That's what was it, wasn't it? Uh, she, she was, was hungry. Yeah, but she was trying to... Why didn't she She was eat trying to seem feminine. Maybe they went somewhere fancy and she was going, I don't want something moosed. <laughs> Or maybe right. maybe they were going Dutch on the meal and she didn't want to oh, right. oh, save money. No, I think ladies sometimes think it looks feminine to just push the salad around the plate. I yeah. think Dom pushes a skin flint. <laughs> that's my uh, that's my view. You can quote me on that when you do the do the actual thing. We've had a yeah. text saying glassy, not glacier. That's G L A S S A Y, not glass I A Y. That's probably right, actually. I made a mistake. I've called them... Again, I've called them glacier cherries my whole life. But you're right, glacier is, is like one of those things that... glacier. That, yeah. 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 One of those things that was in um, Starsky and Hotch. Glacier. Yes, I know what you mean. Oh, God. So, it's, it's one of those moments when um, you think, are we going to get through this? And then it seems some, something always seems to pull us out of it. Exactly. Uh, it hasn't happened yet, but I'm... <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> give it three hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can I just say there's a lot? There's a lot of Birmingham's texting in, <laughs> saying Birmingham <that laughs> is not. That's not a term. Okay, I forget. I don't know. <laughs> there's a lot of Birmingham's texting in to say what exactly? Well, they don't see the problem with it either. No. It's all. It seems very widespread. This tooth thing. Yeah, they're all saying. Tuff. I think they do it in Wales as well. Yeah, they do as well. Toothbrush. So, Frank, did you have this? Because you were on holiday, weren't you, this Well, week? I went away for what I would call a break. Lovely. And, uh, it, which I thought was going to be a break when I went away. But when you have a small child, there are no breaks. Having a small child... Mm. Do you remember those games you used to get sometimes at fairgrounds? And it's, like, all squiggly wire, and you have to go <laughs> around it with a... And, and then there's a... <laughs> and, you go, <gasps> and you have to go back to the beginning. That's what having a small child is like. Oh, yeah. You know, you, you relax for a second. <laughs> and, the thing, and it goes off. The child goes off. Or you think you've successfully turned the corner, the child goes off. It's like that. There's no rest, no respite. No. Kath was so tired the other morning, she got up with Boz, who was my, my two-month-old baby, and she made two cups of tea, one for her, one for him. And halfway through, I <laughs> thought, this isn't right, is it? That's how tired she is. It's, oh, no, you've oh. got to get them used to it early, though. Yeah, put it in his bottle. Mm. <laughs> it's... it's, uh, it's I'm, I, I won't say it's a nightmare, but it's a it's a restless and turgid dream. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly, it's uh, it's difficult. I went to uh, NCT in case you don't I don't know anything about babies and things. These are, this is classes that you go to on the way to having a baby. Mm-hmm. Mm. And we had an NCT reunion the other night, and mm-hmm. we met all our old NCT. We keep in touch with anyway, and we all met up. And then there were some people from the new group who haven't had their babies yet. And they were going to come and we were going to, we had our babies with us and we were going to talk about what it's like in those first few weeks. Mm. And I got, and we gathered round and I said, look, are we going to tell them? We better not tell them now, otherwise <laughs> they'll be very, very distraught. Oh. And I've realised there is a conspiracy amongst parents not to tell other people how terrible it is <laughs> in case they don't have children and the population <laughs> completely collapses. So you, so you talk about all the love and that, but you don't talk about the moments when you're repeatedly banging your head over and over and over <laughs> against that sort of hood on the cooker. <laughs> but we're all different. But he has got one thing. He's developed one 
passion. Oh, yeah. My son, my tiny son. Developed a passion he in has, two months. He's That's developed good. something that he Lovely. really, really likes. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what it is in a minute, but it's made me extremely happy. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We've had a number of communications from the outside world, Frank. I love it when that happens, because it means, like, there's people listening. Mm. (laughs) We've got a question for you first. This is from... Oh, I love a quiz. Matthew. Hi, Frank. Many years ago, you were in a show which involved you being naked. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm sorry Uh about that. (laughs) A man in a wheelchair singing Elvis songs, and if I remember correct, a tortoise... Yes. My girlfriend is a big fan of yours, and I was trying to describe the show to her, but I don't think she believes me, as she'd never heard of it. What was the name of it? It was called Cooking with Elvis, and it was oh. written by uh, the bloke who wrote Billy Elliot. Oh, right, OK. It was rubbish. <laughs> Frank! <laughs> Frank! It was. I used to walk around backstage singing 74 to go, <laughs> 74 to go. I hated it so much. Yeah. Oh. Terror's a nightmare. Didn't get on with anyone in the cast. And oh, OK, no. well, you weren't expecting that response, Matthew. <laughs> but but do they know do. that? Do the cast know that? I or think they probably did notice that. Um, I had, like, two big rows with two of them before we opened. Oh, <laughs> right. Um, but, uh, Theatre can be like that, can't it, it darling? Can. It can. i tell you what I did discover. Well, mm. you'll know, you went to drama school. Mm-hmm. So did I. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Oh. As I think Very they pointed out. me. <laughs> 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 Anyway, um... What did you discover? I discovered that if you hold a tortoise very, very close to your face, like, uh, so, and, so its nostrils are adjacent to your skin surface, mm-hmm. that the air that comes out of a, of a tortoise's nostrils is icy cold. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. It'd be Lovely. handy on a hot day, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, I've, I, I've, got, I've, got, um, I've got half a dozen at home now, which I keep for that very purpose. Excellent. Yeah. Just stuff one down the trousers. Mm. Oh, you can feel it drying up. <laughs> I bet you're looking forward to the August heat wave, even as we speak. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to wear a tortoise on the front of me on elastic. <laughs> like a fabulous posing pouch, but full of living flesh. We've uh, we've also heard from the outside world. I'm, I'm, I'm moving on. I know, I know, I know, I know, I notice you're moving on tone. On 8-12-15, um, you, you were... Uh, discussing that parents don't tell would-be parents the the horror. Uh, someone's texted Don't you mean would-be parents? Mm. Very good. Uh, Frank, absolutely agree. In fact, although I refuse to sign the non-disclosure agreement, they've all got capitals, N, D and A, by the way, yes. non-disclosure agreement. After giving birth to my daughter 16 months ago, I do find myself carefully considering how much to tell expectant mums and dads. It's a conspiracy. Heidi in London. Heidi? Oh. Because she hides things. Yeah. See, as part of a conspiracy. <laughs> I don't think she's trying to pun, but. Yeah. Uh, no, ma'am, she isn't. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. But, I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. If you are heavily pregnant, there is, there's lovely bits as well. There are some lovely yeah, bits. Yeah, you'll lose the weight soon. Fine. Yeah. You, um, there was something that you said that Buzz liked, though. Yes. You? So, what uh, is this? Buzz really, really likes it when I whistle. Mm. Oh. He's pro whistling. Now, I, when I was a young that boy, pass, whistling was a very popular pastime. I'd lie in bed mm. in the morning, I'd hear the various tradesmen coming <laughs> and going to our house, and you'd always hear, you know, <laughs> <laughs> never hear that now. Yeah. I don't know if it's because it's London. 
who whistles anymore? My dad, when he was in the garden, always whistled Stranger on the Shore by Ackerbilk. (laughs) 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 They've all got those Ashley Cole headphones on now, though. Oh, hold on a minute. There's... um Apparently the BBC are planning a uh, docudrama. You're not getting Doctor Who updates on your phone. BBC oh. are planning a docudrama to celebrate 50 years of, uh, of Doctor Who. <laughs> Tremendous news. Um, Where was I? Whistling, oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it was uh, it was very, very popular. I feel it's uh, it's a bit of an endangered species now, the whistler. I'll be honest, if, uh, if a tradesman started work on my house that was about to take a week and whistled on the first day... That week is not going to be completed. <laughs> I'd, I'd, really? I'd, I'd be likely to replace a whistler, yeah. I don't think you can replace a whistler under the, uh, the current laws. <laughs> it's, it's probably the EU, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, you can't sack anyone for whistling. Oh, not anymore. No, exactly. Those I are the like days. that it, it is part of a bygone era, though, which I rather like. It is. I definitely. miss it. Look, yeah. look at Ronnie Ronald. <laughs> Who's Ronnie Ronald? R- Ronnie Ronald, the stage whistler. All right, I thought you were talking about the transfer window for a split <laughs> second. Uh, even, I, even I thought you were talking about that. <laughs> no, Ronnie... Uh, well, uh, do you want to hear a bit of Ronnie Ronald? Have you got some Ronnie Ronald? It sounds like we're going to. I, I don't travel anywhere without him. He was, he was, the, he was certainly the most famous. So. Doctor Who updates and Ronnie Ronald. Isn't yeah, your yeah. iPhone a mystery? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to hear um, uh, mournful, um, mournful Ronnie or... Upbeat. I'd like upbeat. Corporal. Oh, do you upbeat. Like, that illustrates the difference. I was going to go for Some, the somber. We can do. Glass. We can do. Well. <laughs> you can't have too much Ronnie Ronald in a breakfast show. <laughs> I think that's an old showbiz <laughs> motto. Here's a bit of Ronnie when he's uh, rocking it. Listen to that roll. There's a, there's a warble on the way. Wait for this warble. Oh, his phone's gone off. So, when was this recorded? Like, 1819 or He's something? He's still working, I think, Ronnie. No way. Yeah? Oh, God, yeah. It's Hopefully not manual labour and he's just whistling all the way through it. <laughs> Otherwise, he's not going to do the week. He's not, he's not getting the full week out of me. No way. Uh, and also, the only reason that wasn't like being trepanned was that there were strings. It was quite nice because the strings, the strings were nice. It wasn't being whistling. trepanned. It was a, you Good know, like, use of trepanned. Something's annoying you. It's like having a drill in your head. Yeah, what, a, what a fabulous use of the uh, the trepanning thing. He can't pronounce right. Descartes, but that's a good use of trepanned. Well, I'm, oh, I'm glad you've mentioned that. We've had a text from Dave in Stockton saying, if Frank's right with Tuthick, then the cockerel was right with Descartes. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I agree. You'll be telling me next that when me and David Badil had uh, Prince Nassim on fantasy football, and he said that there's, he, had, he held up this watch. He was, he was quite a... He was a brash character. He held up this watch <laughs> no and he kidding. said, uh, I were given this watch uh, by Sultan of Brunei. He said, it's embezzled with diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we were both too frightened to correct him. <laughs> Simple as that. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. What have you got to tell me, you people? Well, we've had a text in on eight... Oh, no, we haven't had a text in. I lied. I'm sorry, I lied. It's a tweet at Frank oh. on Absolute. Oh, one of them. This is from... Uh, Different da- forms of community. David Blondell. I bet Ronnie Ronald sent a tweet. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is David Blondell. Is he something to do with motor racing or something? He says, Frank, don't use FEA, as that means... That's Frank, Emily and Alan... 
as that means ugly girl in Spanish. Good mm. luck with the hot pulp fiction. Uh, oh. oh, nice. Oh. So that would be what? Fear. 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 Wouldn't it be like everything that Spanish style has a bit of spit in it? Mm. Fear. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's a fear. Oh, but one a bit French. Sorry, everyone. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Do carry on. And uh, 289 says, Frank, did your dad whistle in the garden because there's no lock on the outside loo? I have to say, we did have an outside toilet with no lock. But Well, um, that doesn't surprise me, darling. No, but um, <laughs> people were in and out all the time. No one seemed to care. <laughs> they didn't linger, let's put it that way. Someone else is saying, don't forget Roger Whitaker, another great whistler. He was a great whistler. <laughs> he did that... Uh, <laughs> not easy with a goatee. <laughs> this is going to be a great trails week this week. Just various clips of Frank Skinner whistling. And I'm not oh. the best whistler. I, I'm, I find on the high, the, the high notes, it's just blowing. All <laughs> oh, right, yeah, yeah. John Lennon. Is there such a thing as a whistling falsetto? I suppose there isn't, is there? You've oh. just got to reach it. I don't know. I think I've met best. a few, though. Ridiculous. <laughs> um, um, John Lennon, though, on yeah. uh, Jealous Guy. Mm hmm. Remember? Yeah. Mm. So he whistled. So yeah. It must be cool. <laughs> okay. So we know he whistled. Ooh. Frank. Um, well, I'd like to take this opportunity firstly to Are you thank whistle? you. No, I can't whistle very well. Have a go. I can't get purchase on my tongue. Because you know what they say. <laughs> what? A whistling woman and a crowing hen is neither good to beast nor men. I'm- Who's they? Who says that? <laughs> That's what we say on uh, absolute proverbs. <laughs> I the thought new, I heard uh, it on Sex in the City The once. new talk radio station <laughs> from Absolute. Absolute Proverbs would be fun, wouldn't it? Everyone Absolute's on. You know what they say? Many hands, mate. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Breakfast Show with Aesop. I'd like that as a... Um, Frank, um, I'd like to thank everyone for my presence. You, can I say, one of the star Christian gifts... Christian O'Connell's listening to this, you say, what's that, Breakfast Show with Aesop? I wasn't told about this. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, can I just say, sterling work on your part, gift-wise. I think you might have been the star gift this year. <gasps> foxy oh. cushion. A foxy cushion. Yes, Lovely nice. Russell Brand style leather wristbands from the team here. Lovely. Lovely. Um, rather curious present from my father. Copy of Fifty Shades of Grey my father gave me. Oh. I think that's a bit weird. It's slightly soiled our relationship, I'm not yeah, going to lie. That is a bit of a... Uh... Why would your okay. dad buy okay. you that? In case you don't know, Fifty Shades of Grey is a book about my hair. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a sort of it's an a, erotic... It's a sex novel, it come is, on. yeah. It's a sex book. I, I, I can't read anything. I can't read that. No, I can't either, Frank. I don't like any... If I'm reading a book and it gets a bit rude, I, I really mm. don't like it. I don't like my father giving it to me no, either. It's no. wholly inappropriate. It was, that was a mistake. And my niece, we were all sniggering a bit, and my, my niece, who's 11, said... Really accusing me. What's that about then? Oh, I don't know what no. to say. It was should have said wrong. Frank's hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> should have gone with that. You could I say, um, oh, it's a, it's a book about Andy Gray's <laughs> favourite sunglasses. Think she'd have bought that. That's uh, the trouble. It's so massive now. There's going to be I so know. many spin-offs that sound a bit like Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. How long before someone brings out a book called Fifty Shades of Gay? <laughs> yeah. Which Not. is about all the various manifestations of homosexuality, from the slight twinge, which I have had myself, to the absolute out-and-out out, uh, go-to-work-in-a-complete-ball-gown. Hang on. Can we just reverse back to your slight twinge, then? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I've got. I think I've got a bit of hot pulp. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you're at a you're at a Liza Minnelli gig, and you think, what a life this would be. Have you, Have you been going to that? the frying pan, Frank? <clears throat> I think that's what the pub near yeah. you. <laughs> no, no only, I've only been in the foyer. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. You're on fire. Uh, so, um, well, I said I'd explained it by saying it's about a silly man. <laughs> <laughs> Why I said that? Can I, we in the S and M community resent? That description? I've said this before. I have to, if I don't defend my own people, and she and she bought that, did she? She's very sophisticated. I said it's a silly man and he kisses a lady too much. Oh, that's a brilliant description. <laughs> well, it's well, it's also my, it's my a, life story, let's be honest. Spoiler alert, I haven't heard anything about this book except that an erot- now I know there's a man in it and a woman. I just, you know, and a silly kissing. man. A silly yeah. man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there any point in me reading it? I, 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 the whole idea of it makes me feel poorly. Also, if a book comes out and suddenly there's two other books by the same person, do they all come out at the same time? Yeah. I guess how I know, because my dad bought me all of them. He bought you the The trilogy. 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 Oh, my God. Although there's something nice about that, because if you like one, you then realise, well, I've got a lot of books to get through here that I'm going to enjoy. That's a nice feeling. because then he said to me, oh, and I've had a read through them myself. Ah. Oh. I'm not sharing raunch with my dad. Oh, no. You've got to have a rule, haven't you? (laughs) Yeah, I just bought uh, somebody the new uh, Beastow cookbook. <laughs> nice. F- Fifty Shades of Gravy. Oh, <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Frank, I was telling you earlier about my niece Mimi, mm. um, who'd asked me what Fifty Shades of Grey was about, and I replied, it's about a silly man. Uh, as, please tell me you didn't go... Awkward. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, if anyone does that now, I want to punch him in the stomach as hard as I can. You're within your rights to sack me if I ever say that. Oh, really? It used to be like when people say, Ooh, too much information. Oh, just yeah. Shut, if you're just going to repeat things that other people say, <laughs> shut up. It's like saying, what's up? Yay, yeah. I'm bringing that back. <laughs> I'm bringing that back. Remember that, hello? <laughs> <laughs> what, the, what do you mean? No. If you're not, not going to use that as a greeting. Oh, not was awful. Not. There's an yeah. American comic that oh, claims yeah. he invented that. That's in a sort of sailing context. That's acceptable. Yeah, that's let's not, let's not just, <laughs> not. just criticise But Fifty here. Shades of Grey, the uh, modern uh, forever by Judy Bloom, <laughs> in my opinion. Do you remember that? People used uh, to go yeah. straight to the... Oh, of course you do, yeah. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Judy Bloom was a, uh, was a writer. Is she still alive, Judy Bloom? She I is, yeah. Wrote, um, wrote, wrote for teenage girls, and uh, one of them forever is uh, is a little bit graphic. Everyone in all, all the, the ladies girls in school went to it. All the ladies all the girls here will have it. read it. Yeah, and mum, all the what? I've read all. I read all the Judy Bloom at my school. Filthy, kidding me? I've never even heard of Judy. Filthy creep. <laughs> I know all about Ralph. Everything. I know the whole. <laughs> That, you can't talk what, about Ralph. You can't talk about is it. Is that what they call it nowadays? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Oh, my God, he mentioned Ralph. Frank, move on. Okay. Move uh, on. I don't know what I'm moving off from. <laughs> Do you want... Uh, I, uh, the one thing I think they can save us from this is a little bit of uh, Ronnie Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> There's a tear in my eye. <laughs> oh, is this a sombre one? This is In a Monastery Garden. <laughs> We've had a text saying, whistling in the street denotes insanity, not character. Really? <laughs> yeah. We've also had a text saying... Who's that from? The Taliban. 
Blimey. Frank, Daley Thompson whistled the national anthem after getting the gold at the 1984 LA Olympics. That's absolutely brilliant. He would. Mm. <laughs> would really the England would. team do that? Let, <laughs> let's not have um, the, it played over the speakers. Let's just have overhead mics and the England team go... <whistles> oh, that'd be good. Wasn't there someone whose granddad used to whistle? Oh, yes, there was. My granddad always used to whistle, but only ever the song English Country Garden. I still... This is from uh, 567, by the way. Okay. I still think of him whenever I hear that song now, which admittedly isn't very often, but maybe when Absolute 30s is launched. (laughs) Oh, well, this is just for you. Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with uh, Ian F. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can text us on 1215. Mm. Or you can follow us on Twitter using <laughs> at Frank on Absolute. Are we really just calling us Ian F? <laughs> well, that was the suggestion. I'm, I'm led by the listeners in many ways. Really depressing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm with, I'm with Emily Dean and Lovely. Alan Cochran. Morning. Frank, we were talking about sexy books earlier. You were? I don't have no idea what you Actually, were talking about. Actually, I think you'll find the cockerel was. <laughs> because this is something of a revelation. These yeah. were these rites of passage um, books for females, for 13-year-old girls. Judy I don't Bloom. know. I've never met a man in all my years. I'm not saying how long that is. No. But I've never or met many. a man who's read these. Until now. Yeah. Why, what was your motivation for reading? Well, I'll tell you what happened. I, uh, I was at school and you were on I a read... desert island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you saw this bookcase bobbing up and down on the ocean. We should say for our listeners, yeah, it's Judy Bloom. Judy Bloom, yeah, yeah. who wrote lots of, uh, I suppose, early teen fiction, oh, would you call it? don't tell us. We know what they're about. No, no, we're was, meant to was, have read For them. the listeners. I was okay. bringing the yeah. listener and, in and, like and a, an experienced <laughs> jock might... Um, and uh, and yeah, my English it's a teacher. Bit racist. I t- <laughs> <laughs> he can say it. It's okay. I can, yeah. Or an experienced anyway. paddy, or a taff. Might <laughs> <laughs> <I> do it. <laughs> um, my English teacher at school had uh, realised that I'd male or, fe- male or female? Me, fe- uh, male, Mister oh, Firth, I think. Creepy. And uh, and I had I'd read <laughs> a Mr. lot Firth of, of the, the fourth form. I, I'd read a lot of the so-called boys' books, whatever they were, mm. the, the Hardy Brothers or something like that. Or <laughs> Nan- um, Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. The Hardy Boys, mm. yeah. And uh, and he went, well, we've got these here. The, the girls read. They're they're good, but they're filthy they're- creep. <laughs> Easy. Yes, he might be listening. <laughs> yeah, he could be. Oh, he'll be listening, all right. Yeah, and his lawyers could too. Emily Dean did calling have, him a filthy creep. Did he have lawyers? <laughs> I don't even teach it was. Only Actually, the, uh, fact, the fact that he had lawyers <laughs> makes me suspicious about it. John Terry had lawyers. He had exactly. previous. Go on. Uh, so he said, "Why don't you read uh, one oh, of these Judy Blue books?" And God. I did. But they're pacey. I've, I've, I've got a. I like, <laughs> I, I like a page turner. I always I have. I bet you the next time you do, they still exist. These books. The next yes. time you see them, it'll say on the back, "Pacey Alan Cochran." <laughs> <laughs> when I was at school, we read the Dice Man by Luke Wright. Oh, I love oh. the Dice Man. We read the Skinhead um, books, Skinhead Escapes, and all <laughs> What's those the ones. Skinhead books. So there's a whole series of books. books. And About then there was a skinhead. Yeah. 
And then there was a Swaghead. That's the most seventies concept I've Swag- ever heard. Swaghead was like the development when oh. he went on to. He, he grew his hair a little bit. And oh, got, he moved on. Got a crombie right, yeah, and yeah. Uh, some Brutus jeans. Oh, nice. So there was those. Well, look at you. I read An Actor Prepares. That's what I was given <laughs> as a child. Yes. Well done, <laughs> And we also read uh, uh, Fire from Heaven, which was about spontaneous human combustion. That oh, was, that everyone read good. that about, but people just bursting into flames. Yeah. And the other one was Chariot of the Gods, Eric von Daniken. Oh, yes. All about uh, the fact that, that yeah, uh, a lot of boys Easter read that. Island and that was, was done by aliens. Oh, mm. right. And a Stonehenge was a landing strip for spacecraft. Oh. That was my reading at school. I well, liked I'm Dick Francis. Go. I liked Dick Francis as well. Do you? And I'll tell you something. I hope that's a name and not a verb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the subject of the mucky bits, apparently Dick Francis's wife wrote them. Quite I didn't often. know there were mucky bits. I don't. I don't like, occasional. Uh, I don't want a, a, a mucky bit in a horse-based book. Exactly. If I'm going to read that, I want horse racing. You know, yarns. I don't. I I find I'm reading a book and I'm having a nice time, and then suddenly it gets dirty, and I think. Mm-hmm. I don't want this. If I wanted, I, I'll go and buy a dirty book if I want that. I don't yeah, want I'll it to go sit. and buy a dirty <laughs> In book. This day and age. Well, like yeah. the Skinhead Chronicles. <laughs> I'll go into a shop and say, "Have you got any dirty books?" <laughs> Rather than clean books with a bit of dirt in them. <laughs> I don't like to be surprised. No, mm. I wish authors would stop putting that stuff in their book altogether. <laughs> I really am serious about this. I don't like that kind of stuff in not It just gets in the way. I don't like that. I'll go to other places for that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll be all right in a minute. <laughs> what can save me from this? Oh, I know. Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We um we were talking about uh, were way talking before the about the love me. You um, both got powder blue shirts on. You're both singing. It's like being in a penitentiary. It's changed here, hasn't it? It's changed. <laughs> do they sing much in the penitentiary? I imagine they don't. I don't know. They do when they're working outside. Elvis maybe. did in Jailhouse Rock. Oh, yeah, lovely. Exactly. He, he sang lovely. Oh, didn't he, though? <laughs> he's very, he's at his most handsome in Jailhouse Rock, I thought. I know. I used to cry. There goes that twinge again. <laughs> <laughs> I used to cry when I was a child because I'd never marry Elvis. I used uh-huh. to cry when I was a child as well. <laughs> the end. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of them do, that from my a, experience, no, my was, recent experience. Oh, yeah, they've got that in their game, haven't they? <laughs> yes. So awkward. Uh, I, yeah. Actually, can I... Um, this is this is a bit... Uh, awkward! <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is a bit of an all. I, I, th- this is a genuine thing. I went to see. Um, I went to see a lady. I've been there before. Bit of Leon Redbone there on uh, Absolute Radio. I it, went to see, Breakfast Show. I went to see a medical consultant and um, what? Oh, awkward. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> and um, well, we. And he said to me. Um, I've, uh, I was talking. About, <coughs> I was talking about the Olympics to him. Everyone's talking about the Olympics mm. now. That's something that's all anyone ever talks about, for goodness' mm-hmm. sake. And um, I said to him, uh, "Oh, he said to me, I've got a, I've got a horse in the Paralympics." And I said, well, "What, what's wrong with it?" <laughs> and oh I, my God. I honestly. Oh, my God. It never occurred to me. It wasn't a joke. It never occurred to me that you could have a horse that was, like, well in Mm -hmm. the Paralympics. 
I assume yeah. that the horses would have to be in some way disabled. Mm. But now they're allowed to have um, able... You're all looking at me like, what, what does that cutthroat sign mean exactly? <laughs> <laughs> so um, he said, no, 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 no. He said that the horses can be... They, 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 mm-hmm. they can be able They're able-bodied. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, I think that's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to push it. You know. oh. Uh, I I'm think not, you might have already done that. Oh, sorry, I wasn't planning to, to campaign, saying, no. you know, what's happened to the Olympics. First, we're not allowed to use other credit cards in the stadiums, mm. and now they're sneaking um, fit oh, horses. Yeah. Mm. But uh, I'm, I'm going to leave it. I can okay. tell from your face if I've been brought it up in the first place. It was a That's genuine inquiry. Though. I wasn't being comical. It's one of those rare occasions in my life. I thought, I'll ask a serious question. It exploded in my face. Mm-hmm. Mm. Awkward. <laughs> yes, it is. It is a bit awkward. <laughs> but children, a, ch- a child asked me my favourite colour. Oh, yeah. And I said green. Mm. And uh, they weren't very happy with it. What did they say? I didn't know you could get it wrong, <laughs> oh, your <yeah>. favourite colour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a question you could you really mess can. up. You can. I asked a friend's child that once. So, what's your favourite colour, dear? And she went, black. <laughs> Which oh, is a bit that, strange. She, she's early goth. I'm afraid she's mm. going to self-harm at twice. What? There goes that cutthroat symbol again. <laughs> <laughs> what is it with you people? Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Frank. Um, I'd like to talk about... It's actually one of my favourite Greeks. Oh, um, let me guess. Who is this? Is it Stavrosly? Uh, Ar- Aristotle. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> no, um, no, George Des Michael. Ah, oh, George Michael. Now, yes. have you guys been reading this this week? Well, I say re- he actually revealed himself to Chris Evans. He re- oh, he was- he's not still doing that. <laughs> 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 You've been in trouble there before, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, he was talking about when he was in a coma. Oh, yeah. Last oh, year, yeah. you may recall. Mm-hmm. And apparently, when he emerged from his coma, he claims that he came out he just, of it. When he emerged from his coma, he just carried on driving. <laughs> <laughs> he always did. He just put the handbrake on for it briefly. <laughs> yeah, no, go on. He said, um, he said he was speaking in a West Country accent... And he said the first thing he said in a Bristolian accent was, I'm king of the world. Mm. Well, surely that's Brilliant. queen for a start. Oh, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> but, Frank, I, you see, this is foreign accent syndrome. And I, he's not, he, hold on, he's not king of the world, is he? No, he's not king of the world. I have to say, if they suddenly announced there was going to be a king of the world, <laughs> I'd, I'd sort of be all right with it being George Michael. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do love him. Well, I'm, I'm not a big fan of his. I just think he'd, I just think he'd be fairly, you know... Broad-minded and even-handed yeah, character. Yeah, he wouldn't be like some horrible despot, would he? He'd be no. quite balanced. And I imagine <laughs> maybe I, not balanced. I don't know I'd how like safe, I don't know how safe the roads would be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you can imagine his regalia would be uh, <laughs> would be interesting. Yeah, the highway code would be a slimmer volume <laughs> fairly quickly, wouldn't it? <laughs> Do what you like. Uh, so he said, "Be he, sold at Sleepland." <laughs> Carry on. No, so he had that foreign accent syndrome, which, FYI, George, I don't believe. That's one of the things I don't believe. Oh, really? Oh, you don't believe it? Well, you know how, Frank, we, would, we discuss on the show what well, we don't believe. In yeah. his defence, yeah. I went to uh, a cider-tasting tent <laughs> the other week, and he was standing at the door saying, No, it's, it's not your culture. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say, it's not your culture is... Uh, 
Mm. I think we all know is what George said when he was stopped by the American police at a at a lavatory. Yes, yeah. and it wasn't their culture. He was quite right. No. He's right. Yeah. Um, he said, "Back off! <laughs> that's not your culture." That's because they're from the West Country. You see. <laughs> did, yeah, yeah. I know, but they don't all speak quite. Like- he said, "He said they were afraid I'd have it for life." Which yeah. I thought was quite a harsh judgment of the Bristol accent, <laughs> like it was typhoid or something. No, but he does say he does a politically correct bit in that. Oh, does he? Because he says um, not fine. there's anything wrong. Oh, okay. With that in there, because he has to do one of that. Well, I suppose if you've already lived a life where you haven't got a Bristol accent and you suddenly do, people are going to raise an eyebrow. They'll they'll think this is strange, you know. Mm. No, but what generally. Um, what you have to do you now in any sort of public speaking is use the phrase, not that there's anything wrong with, and then say something that there is something a little bit wrong with. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like your uh, Paralympic horses thing. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong oh, with that. Oh, see, you've had to do it. You see, you've had to do it. It's as simple yeah, as that. that's it. Mm. I think he got off lucky. I mean, some people in the papers you read about, they're in comas, and their relatives are playing them some of the worst music you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> it was always, it's never good stuff. It's always, and he came out, we played him Boyzone. And oh, he, yeah. he came out to say, stop playing that. <laughs> you see, my dad tried to set me up with someone who'd been in a coma once. And you didn't go? Well, he said he's good looking, he's funny, he's smart, he's handsome, but he doesn't know anything that happened between 1996 and 2005. I know people like that, they weren't in a coma. They just partied hard. (laughs) I know people that are just thick. But I used to go out with a lot of people. There's no point mentioning anything before the Ninja Turtles. But that was Frank, just their youth. Frank, he wouldn't know about Three Lions, which would render our friendship pointless. I have well, to say. I, I could, I could live with that. Yeah. Did you? Um, it wasn't Joshua and Coma. No, no. Do you know I didn't? It wasn't because of the coma. It did worry me though a bit because th- th- those were big years for me. Um, and a lot mm. of my references are. You, you the don't 90s. want to be planning breakfast in bed if you're going out with him, do you? Mm. <laughs> you know, it's a lottery. <laughs> I'll do it in the oven. I think it's <laughs> a bit. <laughs> it's a bit harsh. Um, yeah, put the crock pot on. <laughs> it, it's a bit harsh to not go out with someone because they used to be in a coma, yeah. isn't it? I not that there's anything wrong with being in a coma. <laughs> I'd go along purely no, because they had been in a coma. Yeah. He's missed so much, though. Give him a bit of interrogation. He doesn't know about Wonder Bras. He doesn't know about well, New Labour. Well, that's labor. a plus, right? But <laughs> he would. He'd think, wow. Oh, she's pert. <laughs> George, you stay out of this. No, oh, I was just saying, though, were I? <laughs> oh, music. This is Frank Skinner. We were, uh, what were we talking about? Well, we were comas. George Michael's. Yeah. <laughs> mm. so I have a colloquial say, term for hairdressing, Pete. I, uh, I, I sometimes go through phases of having quite broken sleeps, like, and, and I think, oh, I could really do with a big sleep. So when this mm. was in the paper, I thought, I could really do with a coma for a while, you know? You know when yeah. you sort of... Careful what you wish for. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, sometimes a really big sleep, you feel like you've pressed your own reset button. It's like being rebooted. It's a lovely feeling. Mm. Yeah. I wonder if people wake up from a coma with that. That's why well, I would have know? gone on the date to well, ask lots of coma it's questions. you should say that, because Coma Boy, which we call him, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah. The man who'd been in the coma. <laughs> sorry. Um, he had amazing skin, Frank. Did he? Yes. Why? And be- well, because he hadn't been exposed to sunlight mm-hmm. for so well, long. Didn't they not wear them out in a nice weather? <laughs> like at junior school. 
He'd have been hydrated, I suppose, he had with a ten the drip. Years sleep. Can you imagine how awesome oh, he looked? Oh wow! No, no illegal substances, no alcohol, no bad food or anything. No he Pringles, looked great. Nothing. Yeah. He did look very young. Oh, I'd love that. Unnaturally youthful. I'd love I'm not recommending it. I'd love a ten-year kip. But he must have had some Pistorius-style <laughs> toenails on him. <laughs> did they cut the toenails on him? Oh yeah. I well, did. I don't know why you're looking at me. I haven't, I haven't, I've not dated or nearly dated a coma boy as. <laughs> I didn't check his toenails first. <laughs> I don't know. Can we say there's nothing funny? Are you an absolute no. rat being in a coma? No. Once you're out. You might as well have a laugh about it. <laughs> You're fair game. Yeah. Um, I know someone's going to text him and say, you know, I was in a coma and it was... Uh, mm. it, Restful. It was, <laughs> well, they might not say that. If I, I'd like to wake up posh, I think, from a coma. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that. I say, by George, <laughs> I feel rather drowsy. If you, and if you'd forgotten all the stuff... Hold on, like, I think I've just had an idiotic eureka moment. Well, what? Is by is boy George a pun on by no by George? <laughs> no. Wow. <laughs> no, that's not an idiot. Are you sure? Yeah, positive. How do you? How can you be positive? Because I just don't even think well, that would be by, in his why, frame of reference. Why would you choose boy George as a name? Because his name is George O'Dowd. Yes, I, so the George bit. I'm not quibbling. And he looked like a lady, so he oh. was referring to the fact that he was actually a gentleman. Oh, oh yeah. No. <laughs> oh. Because you, your explanation's infinitely preferable, yeah, isn't it? Bay George, I'll cash <laughs> in on that, but I won't call myself Bay George, I'll call myself Boy George. He Fine. was from Birmingham. He, he worked in the Oasis. Was he? In so it's Boy George. <laughs> that's what's happened there. I bet you that's right. This is a, no, there's any a pun. Boy George enthusiasts, <laughs> I bet you that's a pun on Boy George. Frank, can you imagine if I woke up with a Birmingham accent? Oh, I'd love that. I, Birmingham. Yeah, if I had a Birmingham I'm afraid you'd have to lose your what. job in the fashion industry. <laughs> if uh, if next week I came in and Frank was posh and you had a Birmingham accent, it'd be like I was living some kind of weird 80s film where people switched <laughs> personalities like Big or Freaky Friday or something. Yeah. Well, you, could, fun, it? You, you can swap with me, you can be posh, and I'll say Freaky Friday. Well, <laughs> as you know, I frequently spend whole days pretending to be Welsh around the house. I think I may have mentioned that before. No, I I don't love, think I, I, can I say I don't think you have? I, think I love pretending to Do be you? Welsh. Yeah, yeah. It's one of my, all right, how are you? That sort of thing. You know, no, I can I do know, it for I know. I'll, get, I'll guess what it would be like. <laughs> Oh, lovely. And I have a slightly demonic Scottish character that I do to my wife's chagrin. Oh, I don't like this sound She does that. a chagrin. <laughs> yeah. Absolute. 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 Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What about this for a, for a bit of a classic? Remember this? <laughs> Email corner. <laughs> Sent in by one of our listeners whose name escapes me. But Something. he was Dutch, wasn't he? He was in Holland anyway. Oh, well. He was in that the doesn't Netherlands. Really, that doesn't mean he must listen. I to send it in. He kind of just sent it in on a psychic wave. No, I was just saying that that's. We can't remember his name, but we can remember some We've supporting him down evidence to about, a, him. To about yeah. 18 million. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a guess? That's a complete guess. Oh. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm happy to. F- to fess up the fact that I don't know the population of the Netherlands. Actually, I, I like the fact that you, for a moment, thought, oh, that's a bit of a pointless moment. <laughs> I can just have a guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> have a go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I have an email here. Dear Frank, Alan and Emily, Rubbly. I can't be 100% yeah. sure, 
but I think I just sat opposite the lovely Emily on the northern line. Mm. It's Friday, eight thirty. The is Northern that the name Line of a is, cab um, company? It's a, it's a <laughs> this tube. is the equivalent of going to a well-known fast food chicken place <laughs> after the day. <laughs> it's Friday 8.30ish and she got off at Highgate. The reason I can't be oh, totally sure is because, although I didn't recognise her voice, uh, her face, her beautiful voice penetrated the tube like some beautiful velvety sound wand. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, think... Gary Wells, a big fan of the show, well, he I, says. I, I think oh, I must have, well. she has got a voice like a velvety sound wand. I yeah, think I was drunk. I really I collects think, the, I think I was drunk. It is velvet, though. It collects the well, bits, doesn't it? I can exclusively reveal. I'd like to get some of that sellotape the other way around, get the bits off, <laughs> on, off her sound wand. <laughs> This may shock you. Mm-hmm. That was me. You were on the tube. I was O-M-G. on the tube. Um, uh, yeah, I was with a, uh, a male friend. Oh. Uh, no, Gary Wells doesn't seem to know that. <laughs> no. No, I was. No, it was a, it's a work colleague. It's perfectly innocent. Uh-huh. It's all right. Yeah. Well, it would be. And were you holding court and he heard the beautiful... How dare you? <laughs> the beautiful velvety <laughs> sound one. Did you know his name? <laughs> <laughs> Well, they're lovely, though. They recognise your velvety sound one. I'm so excited about that. But at the same time, I'm slightly worried about this setting a precedent for listeners emailing saying that they've seen us. Do you was think that he Alan was... eating a corned beef sandwich on the Virgin train from Manchester? That's yeah. no. Was that it's Frank not really entering a door with the, a, a lighted sign that said "model" above <laughs> it? And so, uh, that's how it's going to go. <laughs> Those, I'm amazed there's models living in those places. You think they'd make more money than that, wouldn't you? You would. I know. I think I saw uh, Elle McPherson <laughs> looking through the window of one the other day. You think she'd tidy up the bell and get rid of that sellotape as well? Yeah, exactly. What's going on with these people? Frank, do you remember recently, um, we're still sort of on email corner. Yes. You, we would, we'd been discussing the sort of derivation of the term 99. Yeah, I'd been to an ice cream van yeah. for the first time for ages in success. Again, contributing to my toothache, probably. Toothache. Um, Mike Chapman... See, I did it. I'm, we I'm fixed switch. you. Yeah. Mike Chapman has been doing some research for us. He says... He's emailed and he said, I asked an ice cream vendor about 99s. Ooh, a vendor. He said it was the chocolate flake that was a 99. Cadbury's make the flake and call it a 99. He had a box full. I like that. Sounds like a skin full. Love, <laughs> he had a box I love, full. I love he had a box full of supporting <laughs> evidence for the guy's information. Like, yeah, I've, I've got a house. It doesn't make me an architect. So, you know, I thought just... it made him sound like it. I thought he meant like, you know, when they say it's one, they're one, pic- one sandwich short of a picnic. Oh, yeah. like he had a box <laughs> full. He, was, he, was, he, was, he, he knew. He knew what he was talking about. <laughs> I thought it meant he was intoxicated. So the flake <laughs> is the 99. Yes. Yes. So the... Well, there are some. Uh, You're telling me that the corn is and the, and the ice cream is just context. Yeah. For the night. Wow. Yeah. Just Margaret, Tha- Margaret Thatcher Mush. That is. <laughs> oh yeah. What? That's oh, right. The Mister mm. Whippy. Well, they say that it's nine point nine millimeters. The flake. That's another oh, so urban that's myth I've heard. Yeah. Do they? Mm. I, there's a lot of. Um, Who's there? Additives and ease and all that in it. I know that. Other? Yeah. You say like, that like oh. it's a bad thing. You yeah. must have heard that. That, that could change the sales. You know when people say, tonight I'm going to party like I've had 1999s? <laughs> <laughs> and we got there in the end. <laughs> Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.
This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Don't you know? Frank, we've... And hold on a minute. Do I sound like I've finished? (laughs) You did. (laughs) You did, actually. (laughs) We've got a text in on 812.15 and follow us on Twitter using at Frank on Absolute Moment. Lovely. Think they got that? Mm. I think so, yeah. How many tweets do we have mid-show? Four? No. Four thousand. For example, four million. Sean McFarlane is Sandy Warren named after Churchill's "We'll fight them on the beaches" speech. No. Okay, there you go. This is how we deal with your correspondence when it comes <laughs> I in. Bet she's had that. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. I haven't called the Sandy Warhol for a long time. No. <laughs> anyway, um, advisable. Uh, this is from zero seven zero. Is this email now, corner? Well, yes, but that's unusual in email corner. But I like that. He's sticking to the prisoner format. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Respect to Mondo. He says, Dear Frank and team, I usually listen to the show. I like that. Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm less keen on that. Yeah. Uh, I usually listen to the show via podcast, travelling to away matches up and down the country. So I have a backlog to get through. All mm. right. I've just heard Alan say right. he can't resist buying trainers. I know what he means, as I collect them too. Hold on, that was about three weeks ago. It was about what three a weeks match ago. was he going to? Maybe a pre-season friendly or something. Three weeks ago, I don't think so. Maybe, maybe no, no, he does the, the cricket season. Three well. weeks ago that I said it, and he's on. Maybe he's got to a it. backlog of away matches as well. <laughs> it might be one of those ones. Maybe that he's lies. driving to screenings of some away matches, <laughs> <laughs> as he does with his podcasts. <laughs> Oh, 707. He says, um, I currently have 21 pairs still boxed with tags on that are unworn. They won't keep wow. they pairs. Do you know that's... Fit- <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's quite rapper, isn't it? 21 is pairs rapper. of trainers unworn. I'm wearing three other pairs on a rotation basis. Yeah, this is the difference between he and I, because he calls himself a collector. Mm. I'm not. I'm just a person who buys too many pairs of trainers and then wears them. Mm. I haven't got any brand new trainers in boxes. No. Box fresh guy, no? I haven't. Oh. I haven't got that. I respect him for that. I do too. And he wears three pairs on a rotation, that's good. But still haven't had any through, have we? Any added as originals? Sure <laughs> Don't send that. We've had a lot through, I've burnt them. <laughs> <laughs> not, UK ten, not I a single want, pair. I don't want, I don't want your Amazing. charity. <laughs> I do. After my pants failure. Um <laughs> That's, uh, maybe I should explain that. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, I was, anyway, uh, we've got to move on. I was, I was visiting the Alamo once in uh, Texas. And uh, not the car hire, I mean the actual, mm-hmm. the fort itself. Mm. And um, I had a pair of uh, them tiger trainers, you know the ones I mean? Mm-hmm. Tiger feet? Tiger, I had tiger feet on that occasion. Mm. Tiger trainers like what Bruce Lee wore in Game Oh, Death. yes, I'm familiar with them. And then... Um, or Uma Kung Thurman. Fu slippers? No, not Kung Fu slippers. They were completely somewhat altogether. You remember those little what? black things with like the canvas yeah. footage? Yeah. Ah, oh, it's funny you should mention that. But well, I'll mm. come to that in a minute. But anyway, I had these tiger trainers on, which I must. I had. I had purchased because um, Bruce Lee wore them. I'll be honest with you. This was in the days when I used to. That's. I was the kind of person who would dress. I said in the days. It was about three years ago. Mm. Oh, I know the trainers you mean. Got you. Yeah, and uh, I was. Uh, I went up to some sort of concession stand and this guy said, oh, <laughs> withering t- tiger trainers. And I said, uh, yeah. And he said, uh, yeah, I, I've got uh, 18 pairs of, t- of tigers. Mm. And it was, it was Noah. 
<laughs> yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't. And uh, you said, uh, yeah, those those aren't the originals. They don't, <gasps> they don't have the like the leather loop. And, and he, oh, and he's so Calvin classic. He basically Frank. tore them apart. Oh no! Uh, oh. I walked. I don't know if you've ever tried walking when you're ashamed of your footwear. <laughs> Gives you a slight limp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really. Oh, I felt like a. a How terrible dare he, fall. Frank? Yeah, I mean, I haven't. I, I'm not a collector. I just have. No, I won't have him speak pairs, to you like that. Three pairs. I have the classic yellow with black, as in. Uh, oh yeah. Game of nice. Death Stroke Kill Bill. Uh huh. Mm. And then I have. Um, I have red on black and yellow on blue. Yeah, red That's and black. Red and black's nice. That's it. I, I didn't. I didn't need that. That's what I'm saying. Mm. I once went. I once went to a Ramones gig dressed completely as a Ramon <laughs> like narrow jeans white trainers t-shirt and leather uh-huh. bomb, uh, leather uh, bike how did it go down you look I don't know I think people thought he looks great okay was this well, recently darling sure. no no this was uh, when the Ramones were alive oh, okay. did you think it was like the Rocky <laughs> Horror Picture Show or something where yeah, people go along do, dressed but, up but then again people go to uh, football matches dressed as their heroes they do so don't give me that look they do <laughs> <laughs> everyone's so Judge ye not, for as ye judge, so shall ye be judged. <laughs> That's what I said to uh, Len Goodman. <laughs> I'm sorry. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. There's a uh, slight medical emergency that producer Daisy's got her hair stuck in her headphones. Oh, don't leave, don't leave that, don't leave that on the headphones. <laughs> well, that's people not the only way in which people she's... don't want that. It's like one of those Scottish hats with the ginger hair coming out. Headphones <laughs> <laughs> with a fringe. Oh, I always Pull buy one out. of those. Lovely <laughs> texture. Um, that's not the only appearance Daisy's making because uh, Bernie in Canada says, "Hello, all. Speaking of footwear, which we were earlier, mm-hmm. what a lovely pair of sandals I'm seeing on the webcam." Oh, that's Daisy's Birkenstocks. Mm. Yeah. There yeah, you go. Oh, she was very quick to point out when, when I suggested they might not be real, Birkenstocks. Well, you did suggest they might be snide. Well, no, I it's thought Dr. Dr. Scholes. Dr. Scholes, not dental assistant. <laughs> <laughs> She's not a dental assistant. No, Dr. Scholes. I think, can you get them not on prescription? <laughs> Dr. Scholes. Is he Scholl or Skull? Can't be Dr. Scholes. I don't know, but they'll text in. Not I don't know. Yeah. You're the one that says toothache. Shut up. <laughs> I'm the one that Any- says Descartes. <laughs> exactly. I know who I'd rather be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, well, you were talking about the old uh, Kung Fu's before, as we used to call yeah. those. You call them Kung Fu slippers. We just call them Kung Fu's. Got a pair of Kung Fu's. And oh, yeah. they're, 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 do you remember? They're like black material with, yeah. with a cat. The other day I lay in bed and uh, it was it was a quiet time. Mm. <laughs> and uh, I lay in bed and I I realised that I'd spent about half an hour just thinking about old pairs of shoes that I used to have oh, like, with a twinkle in my eye. I mean, way back. And I thought about my Kung Fu's and they were of, they were of a great dilemma to me. Because I don't know if you remember when there was a big burst of popularity. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're talking about the ones with the elasticated eyes either side. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Did they have elasticated eyes? I'm thinking mm. of a front gosset. But then again, I always am. Oh, you're, that's like a plimsoll. Like oh no, a, no, no, you're right. They, yeah. they did have. A, yeah. No, you're right. They did have. They did have. They had side mm. vents. Vents. Yeah. I'm calling them vents. Yeah. Okay. And I had a pair of them, and the thing was, you had to wear them without socks. Yeah. Wouldn't oh. you agree? 
I don't know. Well, very, oh, I very think mo- everyone wore them. Bruce Lee would have. Bruce d- okay. definitely did. I don't know if he had a sock in the house. <laughs> I'm just Bruce worried Lee. that the fabric, the cheap fabric, could withstand the... Well, that's it. The odour. That's <laughs> it, you see. I'm not a man who can wear a shoe without a sock. You know, sometimes you'll see a continental man in a brown, uh, a brown loafer uh-huh. yeah. no socks. But my, I, I am not a man who can do that. I used, we used to have competitions when I was at college. If, the, if ever we were in, in a room with a wooden floor, mm. we'd take our shoes off and put our stocking feet down on the floor. And whoever got the darkest sweat patch won. And oh. I was, I was. Uh, Did you clean up? Oh, absolutely. Always on the leaderboard. <laughs> yeah, always, <laughs> always. Um, so uh, that my kung fu's, uh, they disintegrated eventually. <laughs> Oh, God, that's it's like, It was like right? acid rain from the inside. <laughs> but the ones that... Do you remember the summer the summer of the corduroy shoe? Oh, no. no. Maybe, maybe I'm... Maybe I'm t- there was, a, there was a, a summer where suddenly everyone was wearing corduroy shoes. It's fabulous. <laughs> They've gone there. Where are they wouldn't now? wouldn't have worked this summer, would it? Too wet. Aye. I had a black slip on and a brown chucker boot. In oh, corduroy. corduroy. It's all coming back to me now. Yeah, do you remember yes, it? Yes, I think I do. And we used to say, and this is, I think, in the same tradition as the uh, tooth ache, they used to say, the trouble is, don't wear them in rain because they're corduroy. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be eight people in the West Midlands laughing their heads off at that. <laughs> That's your target crowd. It is. <laughs> well, at least six of them. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Bradley Wiggins, if he um, if he uh, wins the Tour of France, that's that's the mod cyclist. Yeah. yeah, if he wins, did you just call it the Tour of France? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like a young gentleman in eighteenth century Europe. <laughs> Interesting, because normally you never miss an opportunity to put a bit of uh, a foreign language into a sentence. I know that, but I won't have it imposed. <laughs> because Tour um, of France, yes. I take the, na- the, the Nazi occupation line. <laughs> is that you have to... I'll use it when I feel like it. So um, if he wins the French bike rides... <laughs> yeah, if he wins that, then um, the frustrating thing is the yellow jersey. Mm. Mm-hmm. You get to keep it, but you wouldn't want to wear it out, would you? It'd, it'd seem pretentious Although to wear it out. he is a mod, and they love a cycling top, the mods. Yeah, but you couldn't you wear the yellow jersey out. that's why he got into the sport? Out. Well, um... Yeah, and he's in the World Scooter Championships next year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've it's had true, a lot of uh, that. We've on, had what? a lot of textings about shoe reminiscing. Yeah. Oh. Um, from people uh, who had a pair of green corduroy pixie boots. I remember the green corduroy. Remember there's, Doc Martin. There's a correctione no. as well, Frank. Oh, this we've is the important thing. Correctione. Correctione two four eight. Hi, sorry to correct you, Frank. But Bruce Lee always wore white socks with his kung fu slippers. Oh, I only actually, know because I'm a bit of a Bruce Lee fanatic. Actually, you know, you might be right. Now you come to mention, I'm just seeing you. I had, a, I had an image of him then, um, horizontally midair. Mm. I remember I've, the what he says. I too yeah, only a have a modest black. six pairs of tigers. Oh, oh, he'd be a good friend for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lovely. And he mm. likes the fall as well, so he would be. A good likes friend. the fall and Bruce Lee. Yeah. Are you sure, it's not from me. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, know because I didn't know about the white socks. I'd forgotten mm. about that. Um, He's from Gateshead. There we go. Oh well, my dad was from County Durham. It's in the ballpark. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. Um, what sort of friendships talking... can work nowadays? Can't they? Well, we were talking about your didn't shoes. Didn't work for Tom Cruise. 
Can we get off the subject of Tom Cruise? It makes me nervous. Sorry. Um, we were talking about your shoe collection. Oh, yes. And how you were feeling quite nostalgic. No, Doc Martin, somebody oh, yeah. mentioned that. Is it a myth that Doc Martin's could, um, that the air used to come out of the soul? Oh, oh is that, that right? Uh, we let's, used to... a- let's ask Martin Clunes. He'll know the answer to this, <laughs> surely. <laughs> At school, we used to talk about, oh, I think I've got a puncher in me, me left dock. Oh, yeah. And I don't really know if we imagined that or if it was... Well, they would have come in handy for you because you could have done with that breathing. Uh, I had one go a bit. It felt like it had gone flat on one of the shoes on me. It felt like I was... It felt like I had one foot in the gutter all mm. the time, which, of course, is the Pete Doherty autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I'd like to know that. Did they go flat, or is that something we just made up at school? Well, I'm from a generation where Nike Air started the bubble, and they they popped occasionally. He's after freebies again, Frank. I'm not, I'm not. I'm an Adidas Originals guy. I'm not bothered for Nike Air. Mm. Keep them. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. What was we? Weren't we? Who were we? Well, we were actually talking about old shoes. Oh, yeah. Doc Martin's, Doc Martin's airwear. Someone's mm. texted in. Airwear. That's, that's, that's what, what they were called. So they could be, but could they be punctured? No, he's not, well, he's not given us that information. No, well, he's just he's, texted he's ta- airwear. That's yeah. what he's done. <laughs> <laughs> um, Frank, never mind old shoes. Okay. I'd like to talk to you about... Did you read about this uh, Bruce Springsteen gate? Who didn't? Yeah. Well... It was. I have to say, though, I, I was quite relieved when I heard about it because the encore is something I fear. The <laughs> faux encore. I hate it so much. Yes, I don't. Why do people still do that? It's incredible, isn't it? Mm. But my favourite thing was did you, this guitarist. Is it Steve Van Zant? He got very angry, didn't he? He's been tweeting all week about it. Has he? He's, yes. He's very upset. He said, "When I'm jamming with McCartney, don't bug me." Uh, mm. But also the health and safety dude got um, yeah. a bit miffed, saying, don't blame us, which is a good point. If you work in health and safety and people are always blaming health and yes. safety, and you think, no, it's just it's just time, isn't it? Yeah, mm. perhaps it was... I think it was a health and safety argument was that because it was Paul McCartney and Bruce Springsteen, <laughs> it was bedtime. <laughs> Someone had to decide it was bedtime. I do wonder what their bedtimes are, like when they've not got a gig. When do they go to bed, do you think? Paul McCartney, oh. 845, I reckon. Is that right? <laughs> Genuinely 845. I bet Bruce still, st- still Free stays Pre-Watershed. <laughs> no, Bruce <laughs> is about 10. <laughs> well, in case you don't know this story, that um, Bruce Springsteen played Hyde Park and mm. um, he was joined on stage by Sir Paul McCartney for... Um, what was it? I saw her standing there, I think they were doing. I believe so. And then they... Uh, and twist and shout. And then came the uh, the curfew. You've got to have a curfew, though. Mm-hmm. Mm. And... Uh, they pulled the plug, and they were all very upset about it, apparently. I don't think Paul was bothered. I no. do wonder if there was, like, an Abbott and Costello-style scene where someone was turning the power off and somebody else was saying, I want to speak to the boss. I am the boss. No, I want to speak to the boss. <laughs> yeah, but what I don't like is that he did a gig in Dublin this week, and he held up a sign at one point said, only the boss decides when the, pull- the plug oh. gets pulled. And a props man had made a generator as well. Yeah, but oh, if I anybody, that was real. If anybody <laughs> refers to themselves by their nickname... Yeah. I, I, I tend to write them off as a human being. Well, if Paul Ince was there as well, then the they're in real trouble. What, the governor? <laughs> the governor's watching the boss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> too many chiefs at this gig. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. She ended her concert on time, so we were talking about the boss, 
and uh, we the curfew. The bus, yes. I wonder when her bedtime is Who, like, on the non-good well, we night. We thought, I think Paul McCartney's 845. <laughs> I'm going 10pm boss. Now, I bet Madonna stays up late. No, I think she's a control freak type. Do you think she stays up late? Yeah, really? she looks like she stays up late. But she has a timed nap during the day, do you think? <laughs> like oh, a, yeah. Exactly two hours or something. Yeah, I imagine she sleeps in ankle clamps upside down. It's <laughs> part of some yeah. sort of health thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and um, there's almost nothing I wouldn't believe of her. Yeah, <laughs> she she sleeps naked upside down in ankle clamps, <laughs> and is um, giraffes urinate on her, <laughs> and it makes her look um, younger apparently. Oh. I saw a draft. Oh, I week. can exclusively reveal it you doesn't. Saw, you saw a draft. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry to break up well, this party of delusion here. Early days. <laughs> they only got the giraffes in two weeks ago. They, also, they did a deal with Somalia. It's part of the the, the, uh, the whole thing. You get two kids, twelve <laughs> giraffes. <laughs> it's a job lot. You saw a giraffe last week, did yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. We went to a Longleat a safari oh, well, park. I thought you meant. Oh. I thought you meant. You know. I thought you meant roaming yeah. around the naked city. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was, there was one running through Piccadilly <laughs> in Manchester. Just one looking through your window, you know, with them two. Oh, lovely the, eyelashes! The two lumps. Big false, uh, girls allowed eyelashes. <laughs> they're they're fabulous. They wear. Yeah, but what are those lumps? <laughs> what lumps? They're, they're not antennae. <laughs> they're not ears. No, I don't know what they are. No. They need to get them lanced. Yeah. <laughs> Lanced. That was great. <laughs> That's such a long A vowel you went for there. Lanced. I'm saying lanced. Well, the thing is, I like the fact that they ended the uh, Springsteen gig like that. Mm. Yeah. I used to drink in a pub um, uh, owned by Indian people, and, and a lot of the music on the jukebox was Indian music. Okay. And Indian music, I think I'm allowed. I can, I can, I can sing Indian music on a version of. I think so. You that's mean allowed. in terms of political correctness? Yeah, I yeah. think that's all right. I've, yeah. I mean, I've worked I in the Indian so. music field. Have you worked in the yeah. Indian music field? Yeah, I arranged Haydn's Symphony Number no. 88 <laughs> for Indian instruments. <laughs> I did. Hide and seek, I called it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I made that up. Oh, really? Come on then, yeah. just sit, That's Frank. It. It's a turban myth. Hey, Come on. Sit. I, I like saying this. Sing it, Frank. Okay, so there was a song that we used to call Charlie Kelly just because the the vocal sounded a bit like they were saying Charlie Kelly. If there's anyone here who speaks Punjabi, Gujarati, whatever, forgive me. But it, this is how it used to end. You used to go, Charlie Kelly, Kelly, Charlie Kelly, Kelly, Charlie. That was how it ended. And a lot of the Indian songs ended like it was like we used to talk about the studio scissors. So, so that's long enough. And there's something very satisfying about it. Just bad enough. Get out of there. And that's yeah. what they did. I, I've seen Why Bruce Springsteen. Why is that the landlord just pulling the plug though? No, that, that's, a, that's how, how they, I see it. If okay. you buy, I don't know if it's still the same, but in those mm. days, if you bought like a, you know, mm. any Indian music, but in radio Bollywood terms, type they music. don't need a fade. They're not. You've got to be on your toes on Indian radio. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey there. It's all going really well. We were just chatting about shoes we used to own. Yeah, I saw um, the the boss live. Did you uh, think? You know, I've never been a fan of his, but he was brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant live. But he did do three hours and 20 minutes. Right. He's the wow. Ken Dodd. Now we're putting a different light on it, you Yeah, see. so I think, you know, enough is well, enough. Well, he could power that with his generator, couldn't he? He's got, he's got his own Jenny now. It's not real. No, it's not. He's a bit Doctor Who. I've really taken that to face value. Uh, we've had an email in. This is from... Let me find the name. Oh, I think they're anonymous, actually. No okay. name. It's this not is... anonymous Bosch. No. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, carry on. Uh, good morning, I've got, Frank Allen. I've gone wordplay crazy today, <laughs> but what's new? And I like it. 
<laughs> Quiet week at work, so I found myself listening and laughing to the old podcasts. Oh, lovely. What happened to American Sue with her photos of her cactus she was sending to Frank? Blimey. I forgot all about her. This is a woman, in case you're new to the show, who used to email me like 20 emails a week from somewhere in America <laughs> with photos of her cactus and her terrible house. And, uh, terrible house. Frank! I, and I, 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 I emailed back saying I'm not who you think I am. Because was, she wasn't doing like a Frank Skinner. She just got the name wrong. My name was a bit like someone else's. It was oh. a female friend wasn't it i think yeah and um she still kept sending and but until you mentioned that she actually it i I assume she just walked into the ocean (laughs) she had that she had that feel about her somebody would do that she's found a better song to sing now yes i i hope i hope she's uh found someone else to but yeah blimey that's a that's a right. Well, anon, anon also says am i too late with the texting for the show's commission due to the name Ah, yes, this was based on... Let's, let's just go... This is a walk down memory lane. Mm. I think we were on about the fact that um, it was Aid Edmondson was doing a show called Aid in Britain. Yeah. Yes. And it I was, was talking that, about the fact... A reason, my original point was there was a, there was a, a, a programme called Winton Wonderland, mm. That's which right, I said yeah. on, only was made because of... The, they liked the pun in title, the only reason it yeah. was made. And we thought Aid in Britain may be the same. So then people sent in... Um, Titles many, for perspective. Many, program. many suggestions. And we have some. So um, this person has suggested Cock of the Walk. The cockerel dons his boots and presents a selection of his favourite walks. I'd be good. I could wear a variety of different trainers, couldn't I? Mm. Yeah. Not necessarily. I'd like you to wear boots. a boot, a pixie boot. <laughs> a corduroy pixie boot. I'd like boots. you have to do a sort of goth walk. That would be good. What about Cox Coma, in which you do uh, <laughs> <laughs> a documentary about people in a coma having a massive sleep? Hey, what about this, Frank? Or a show where Emily would present um, a show on ice skating with Keith Harris called Orville and Dean. Nice. I'm That'd in. be great. I'm in. Now, that's a pun I like. I'd like one which was, in which um, Prime Minister, when he's finished this job, obviously he's quite busy, goes mm. in a reality show, goes out to a republic in Central Africa and gives them advice on how to run the country. It could be called David Cameroon. <laughs> <laughs> Sad we've got to end on that, but that's... Um, <laughs> Well, that's the way it goes, isn't it? <laughs> you know, you can't you can't write life. I think we should just adopt the Indian music policy on this show now. We've just cut it off right in the middle of a sentence. That would be absolutely brilliant. I'm happy to do that. Um, well, look, um, if the good Lord spares us and uh, the creeks don't rise, we'll be back this time next week. So, that. This is Frank Skinner. 